Hello, and welcome to Embassy City Church Podcast. This is a place where all people can experience the love of God through the Word of God. Our prayer is that you will be inspired and transformed. Thank you for joining us today. If you have your Bibles, I want you to open them up to the book of Luke, chapter number one, the gospel according to St. Luke, chapter number one. Uh, This is a standalone message. I'm not starting a new series. Uh, But there was something about uh, uh, the last uh, message that I spoke about leaving it all behind and about legacy that got my heart stirring. Uh, And it got got my heart stirring as it relates to generations and how we are supposed to be working together to see God's work accomplished. If you do not know, God is a God of generations. It 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 is very, very clear, established in the Old Testament, that he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The clear implication that he is making by saying that he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is that generations need each other to accomplish and fulfill his mandates in the earth. He is not calling for solos, one wolves, uh, one wolf type people that can think they they can accomplish everything by themselves but it is a concentrated effort between generations that causes God's work to be accomplished and fulfilled in the earth. I want to show you something that has just just made me so excited uh, in Luke, and I'm going to start from the 26th verse, and I'll read through the 45th verse. This is, again, uh, the gospel according to St. Luke chapter number 1 starting at the 26th verse. If you have it, say amen. Amen. All right, so here's what it says. Uh, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. What? (laughs) Let me pause and just give you some uh, backstory on the first 25 verses, okay? Zechariah uh, is a priest, uh, and uh, Elizabeth is from the Arianic uh, priestly bloodline, and they have been married for many, many years, Uh, but they have not been able to have any children. Zacharias uh, goes into uh, the temple to uh, uh, do his priestly duties. As he's in there doing his priestly duties, he is visited by an angel. An angel comes to him in his very old age and tells him, you are going to have a son. To which Zachariah replies, how though? I'm old, and he's so polite, if you read it in the NLT, he, did, he doesn't call his wife old. He says, but she's, she's well along in years. <laughs> Zechariah was a smart man. <laughs> the angel of the Lord says to him, hey, you're going to have a son. Name him John, and he's going to be a blessing uh, in his generation. And uh, 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 Zechariah is bewildered by this, and he goes, I, I don't know how this is going to happen. And, and, and Gabriel, the, the angel of the Lord, says, look, man, I'm standing in the very presence of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a prank. I am not lying to you. You're going to have a baby. But since you doubt it, you will not speak again until the baby is born. So Zachariah couldn't even respond. that quick so he gets done with his priestly duties and he comes home and 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 Elizabeth is looking like hey honey and he's like 
And soon afterwards, Elizabeth was pregnant. So he couldn't talk. As far as I'm going to go in mixed company. Sometimes you just have to shut up and do it. God is saying, stop all this talking and just do what I told you to do. He couldn't tell her what happened, but he could show her better than he could tell her. She winds up pregnant. She is six months pregnant. I just needed you to have context for that so you just wouldn't be thinking this came out of nowhere, okay? So, uh, 26th verse, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel of Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, greetings, favorite woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and be called the Son of the Most High God. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. And... The angel's like, yeah, no, um, you're going to get pregnant. I promise you. You're going to name his name Jesus. Did we skip a verse? I think we skipped a verse. Oh, we went from 34 to 36. So let me tell you what 35 said. <laughs> the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. It's the first time that Mary's hearing about this. Gabriel's dropping dimes. <laughs> hey, Mary got a message for you, going to have a baby. But what's more, your cousin Elizabeth is pregnant too. And you know this had to catch her off guard like, Lizzie? <laughs> She's well advanced in her age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. She ahead of you, Mary. For the Lord, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. Because, you know, she just wanted to get over there. <laughs> At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. 
you are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do. I love you, 10 o'clock. Y'all are, I love y'all. If you're taking notes on this message, please write this down. You've got something on the inside. You've got something on the inside. Bow your heads. Let's pray over the word, shall we? Holy Spirit, get the thing inside out. Amen. Amen. (laughs) The story is absolutely fascinating. In that, for one household, you have Zachariah and Elizabeth who have been married for many, many years. And for some reason, they have not been able to conceive and have a child. At some point in their relationship, I'm sure a conversation goes something like this. Hey, listen, we've tried, um, but for some reason or another, whatever the Lord's will is, we are unable to have children. So let's not talk about it no more. Let's not bring it up. We're happy with each other, and we'll be content. Whatever the Lord's will is. Decades go by, and now both Zechariah and Elizabeth are at least in their 60s, if not a little bit older. On the other side, there is a family that hasn't even come together yet. Joseph is engaged to be wed to Mary. And before that engagement and that wedding could ever commence, before they could consummate their marriage, Mary is visited by the angel Gabriel and overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit, providentially and miraculously, she winds up pregnant. Gabriel tells her, hey, it's not just you that this is happening to. It happened to your cousin Elizabeth as well. Elizabeth is in her 60s. Mary is around 16. If we, if we, if we were to, to drop them into our, our modern culture, we have a baby boomer <laughs> pregnant right now. And we have somebody from Generation Z, (laughs) pregnant right now. And it's almost like God has this sense of humor, like, man, I'm going to do something amazing. (laughs) This is going to crack both of them up. This one's been waiting a long time, and she couldn't get pregnant. This one's not even thinking about that yet. I'm going to get them both pregnant. (laughs) I'm going to just sit back and just watch the fun. Mary is pregnant with something on the inside of her that is going to literally upset the entire world. And Elizabeth is pregnant with something on the inside of her that's going to make the way clear for what's on the inside of Mary. Two vastly different generations. 
but they both need each other for God's purpose and plan in the earth to be fulfilled. And so I'm going to do a poll, and I need you all to be uh, very, very bold and, and, and very, very confident uh, in what I want to do, okay? Uh, because I, I want you to see this picture very, very clearly, okay? So pay attention, and, and please don't get in your feelings about your age right now. I need you to be confident that God put you in the earth at the time he wanted you in the earth, and this is not the time to try to be hiding your, trying to hide your age, because nobody needs to know all that. <laughs> Help me preach my sermon in Jesus' name. I would like everybody that was born in 1945 or earlier to stand to your feet. If you were born in 1945 or earlier, stand to your feet. Come on, y'all better celebrate them. See one over here. See several over here. Come on, y'all give it up for the silent generation. They've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. The microfilm. <laughs> the real to real. They've seen it all. If you were born uh, in 1946, between 1946 and 1964, please stand to your feet. Come on, y'all give it up for the, the baby boomers. Those are true boomers in the house. Thank you very much. If you were born between 1965 and 1980, please stand to your feet. Let's go, Generation X. X gonna give it to you. We gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. No, that wasn't good. No. All right. If you were born between 1981 and 1996, please stand to your feet. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your millennials. Generation Y in the building. Generation Y, oh why? Do you do the things you do? I don't know what I'm talking about. It's crazy. If you were born between 1997 <laughs> and 2012, would you stand to your feet? Y'all give it up for these Z babies! Generation Z in the building! <laughs> let, me, let me push myself. If you're born between 2013 <laughs> and 2020, please stand up. Oh, hey! Generation Alpha in the building. What's up, 
that cute Benevo baby right there. <laughs> so Silent Generation was in here. Baby Boomers were in here. Gen X is in here. Millennials are in here. Zs are in here. And Alphas are in here. Six generations are in this room right now. This is literally a multi-generational church. And here's what the enemy of our souls would like to happen between generations. For there to be no communication. For there to be no collaboration. For there to be no connectivity. For us to look at each other kind of like, what are you even doing? I don't even understand you. In my day, we had to go to school with no shoes, up a hill, both ways, in the snow. We had gangrene and frostbite. We still got straight A's. Can't believe you sleep till 7 a.m. In my day. No. He wants division between the generations. Instead of collaboration, connectivity, and communication. We don't stand apart from each other. If you understand how generations work, you wouldn't be here without the previous generation. So there is more to gain from those that came before us than what alienates us in the middle. God did something unbelievable. He he said, I'm going to make sure that that these generations are not on opposite sides of the spectrum. I'm going to get them both pregnant. I'm not just going to let the, 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 the older generation feel like they've already produced what they're going to produce and they've already given birth to what they're going to give birth to and just cheer on the younger generation and say, we did ours, now it's time for you to do yours. No, no, no. There's actually some things that I have held back that I want to get you pregnant with now. Can I get pregnant with vision at 75? Absolutely you can. Can I be pregnant with vision at 82? Absolutely you can. What are you saying? What he's saying is I want to put something on the inside of you that you can give birth to that will be necessary for the generation that's coming behind you. He literally puts Mary, uh, Elizabeth to the side and says, Elizabeth, I, I know that you wanted to have uh, a, a, a baby during your time, but, but I, I needed uh, to wait to get you pregnant. I wanted you to be older. I wanted you to be more seasoned. I wanted you to have experiences. I, I, I wanted you to go through some things in life. I wanted you to experience those disappointments. I wanted you to uh, uh, experience those setbacks so that when I get you pregnant, you will be able to talk to someone younger than you who's experiencing the same things. And when they have questions that need to be answered, you'll be able to answer them. Elizabeth is 60-something years old. 
Mary is 16 years old, pregnant. And they both need each other. So I want to give you the three things you need to know about what's inside of you. Because I believe that everybody in this room has something on the inside of them that was placed there by God. I'm not playing duck, duck, goose this morning. This is not some prophetic word, you in the yellow stand. Nope, nope. Everybody in this room under the sound of my voice has something on the inside of them that God personally put there and that you're going to give birth to. Well, I already gave birth to my stuff and I'm retired now. There's still something in you. He reserved it. He wants it to come out in this season. The best of you has not come out yet. All of you has not come out yet. God has designed for you to die empty. He is not going to let you go to the grave with books on the inside of you and stories on the inside of you and revelation on the inside of you and wisdom on the inside of you. He's reserved some of it because there's someone that needs it in this season. So I want to give you the three things that you need to know about what's inside of you. Point number one, please write this down. God conceived it. What's on the inside of you, God conceived it. Here's what it says in one, uh, uh, chapter number one, verse number 24. Soon afterward, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and went into seclusion for five months because she just couldn't believe what had happened to her. She was like, <laughs> oh, they won't believe this one. But God conceived it. Be- be- before Zechariah and Elizabeth had an opportunity to come together, It was conceived in God's mind. When he spoke it, it became what he spoke. Because his word cannot come back to him void anyway. So if he speaks it, it's going to happen. Here's what it says in 35. The angel replied, same angel. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. God conceives what's on the inside of us. Whatever it is that he's placed on the inside of you that he's asking you to give birth to, you have to know that this came from God. And with six generations represented here, I'm telling you, there are some things that are in this room that are literally going to bless this country, bless this city, bless your family, bless your friends. It's going to be in business. It's going to be in arts and entertainment. It's going to be in education. It's going to be in your family. It's going to be in media. He's putting something on the inside of you to be a blessing to others. But you got to know that God conceived it. Point number two, please write this down. God called it. The thing that he places on the inside of you is something that he has named. Here's what it says in 13. But the angel said, don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son, and you are to name him John. Here's the thing that was amazing. Uh, uh, There was nobody in the family line that had that name at that time. John, the name John seemed to come out of nowhere. John? Not Zach Jr.? (laughs) 
I'm from the, I'm, I'm from the priestly uh, 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 the priestly bloodline. Can I, can I give a shout out to Eliezer? Can I give a shout out uh, uh, to Abijah? Can I give a, 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 a shout out to Zadok the priest? No, his name's John. We don't have any Johns in this family. You have one now. Because what's on the inside of the you cannot be named by you because you didn't put it there in the first place. What's on the inside of you can only be named by the person that put it on the inside of you. He called it John. 31, he says to Mary, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. Let me tell you how much of a collaboration is between these two wombs. So amazing to me. John's name means Jehovah has been gracious. What, 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 did, what did God really put on the inside of Elizabeth's womb? Graciousness. He put a grace on the inside of Elizabeth's womb and said that what you're going to give birth to is going to be gracious. Everybody that experiences it is going to know that, that I have been gracious because of what they feel and sense and see come through you. Amen. Jesus' name, we know, means to deliver, to rescue. It's where we get the word salvation from. It, but he's a deliverer. He's a rescuer. It's the same name, Yeshua, Joshua. It's the same name as Joshua in the Old Testament. A little bit of a variation for you to understand that Jesus saves. Jesus is a deliverer. Jesus is a rescuer. So you have in one womb graciousness. And you have in one womb salvation. And, and he says, I, I have to bring these two things together to get my word accomplished in the earth. Which brings us to point number three. Please write this down. God connected it. God is the one who conceives it. God is the one who calls it. And God is the one who connects it. Here's what it says in 41. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. That's just, she was filled with the Holy Spirit, which means that they, they got together and they had a conversation. Mary ran to Elizabeth's house, kicked in the door, Lizzie! Lizzie's in the back probably wearing a muumuu. This woman is in her 60s with a baby bump. She's not walking around the mall right now. She's like, mm -mm, I don't ha have time to explain all this here. <laughs> Staying in the house. Mary runs in the house, Lizzie! Girl, don't try to hide. This angel came and told me, you pregnant? And she's like, shh, shh. Girl, yes. The Lord. Do you see all this? Isn't this not crazy? Zach came home. He didn't say nothing. 
And then the next thing you know, I'm pregnant. I'm, it's, it's crazy. Who, but, but you said the angel told you? Yeah, the angel told me. Why, why did the angel come and tell you? Well, don't tell nobody. Especially not Joe. I hope the Lord speaks to him. I'm pregnant too. But before they could even exchange, Mary walked in that room and something on the inside of Elizabeth could recognize and identify something on the inside of Mary. And that little six-month-old baby Before those two could even talk and have a conversation, what was on the inside of them started moving. John was like. And Mary was like, ooh, what is going on in here? Ever since you walked in this room, something on the inside of me has been leaping. I, I, I can't even put my finger on it. But when I get around you, something leaps on the inside of me. I've been this way my whole life. I, 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 I have, when I gave my life to Christ, uh, uh, I, I, I put a straw, the only way I can describe it, I put a straw into my parents. I sucked them dry. <laughs> I gave my life to the Lord, and I'm just like, um, I need to know what's going on. And we started having these conversations. And the things that I didn't understand, they started sharing with me. And, and, and the more they shared with me, the stronger I got. Yeah, yeah. But then God started showing me stuff. And as I began to share it with them, the stronger they got. Amen. The, 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 it was like this exchange was happening on the inside Jesus. before we even knew what words to give it. See, the enemy's trying to keep the generations apart so that the, through a disconnection, we never get to feel the leap. That's why I wanted you to stand up and identify what generation you came from so that we could celebrate you and let our babies leap on the inside of us for what, what we believe is on the inside of you. Because we know that we cannot get out of us what's in us without you getting out of you what's in you. If Elizabeth doesn't give birth to John, Jesus has no one to clear the way. And if Mary doesn't give birth to Jesus, nothing that John clears will be worth anything. So they needed each other. And God didn't let two girls in the same generation get pregnant with something. That would have been too easy. He said, no, 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 no. I am always the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the God of Elizabeth and Mary. I'm always pulling together what seems to be what the enemy wants to keep apart so that through that connection, they can give birth to what they're supposed to give birth to in their generation. There's something on the inside of you. But will you believe it? Don't be Zacharias. 
Don't hear this word and go, well, he can't be talking to me because, I mean, I stood up first, so. I, I have less time in front of me than, than I have behind me. Well, that means God can do it in less time. You can still give birth to what he has called you to give birth to. And for the youngest among us, those babies we lifted up, they already got something on the inside of us. They just can't talk yet. But there's something on the inside of them. Those younger babies that, that, that stood up in Generation Z, there's something on the inside of you, and you do not have to wait until you are 25 to get it out. If God is speaking to you about something, he has placed something on the inside of you, then I want you to connect with somebody that's not in your generation and just share it with them and see if something leaps on the inside of them. I'll be 45 this year, and I, and I still, I don't know what it is. The older I get, I still have an anointing for 15 years old, 15-year-olds. I still do youth conferences uh, uh, around the country and, and around the world. There's something about, I don't know, I have a grace for 15-year-olds. So, so every time I'm in a room with 15-year-olds, something leaps on the inside of me. And, and, and when I get up there, something leaps on the inside of them. I have no clue what a 15-year-old does. I am not trying to remain relevant with them. I, I don't have a TikTok account. <laughs> I am not on Instagram. I don't have no social media. I'm not trying to connect with you through external secular culture. I'm trying to connect with you through kingdom culture. What's going to bring us together has nothing to do with me being relevant to the world and everything to do on if you have something on the inside of you or not. Excellent. So I walk into a room with a bunch of 15-year-olds, and I'm just like, whew. I haven't even preached yet. These babies got something on the inside of them. And for some reason, those 15-year-olds look up at me, and they don't see an old man. They go, I'm connected to someone inside of him. And we get together. And what's on the inside of me feeds what's on the inside of them. Yeah. And what's on the inside of them feeds what's on the inside of me. And the kingdom gets larger. I had to preach this message today. Because I need you to give birth to what God has called you to give birth to. And if you are trying to hold it on the inside, yeah. consider this inducement day. <laughs> you are going to have this baby. Elizabeth couldn't say that, no, don't you do it now, Lord. I'm in my 60s, don't do this to me now. Because I do not want to be 80 years old, going to no graduation. <laughs> I'm not going to have the strength, Lord. The Lord ain't asking you what you feel like you feel like doing. Well, I'm too young, Lord. I'm 16. Uh-huh, no. I'll be stoned in the community. that You're doing this out of pattern. I'm not even married yet. God's like, I got that covered. Don't you worry about it. Yeah. This will be fine. It may not happen when you thought it was going to happen, but it's happening now. Yeah. So put your hands on your belly. <laughs> 
I'm laughing already. I'm doing this. I'm already laughing. Put your hands on your bed, like, for real. Do it. Do it. Because, like, some of y'all were like, <laughs> you, you do it. No, put your hands on your belly. Okay? <laughs> this is going to be so scary for, for the little girls. <laughs> Two words, say it out loud. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Now, you know that's spiritual, right? <laughs> if you're 14, don't you listen. <laughs> don't get in trouble now. Say it again. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Say, there is something, there is something on, the on the inside of me. Right now, right now, that God, that God wants, to come out. wants to come out. I give him permission, give him permission to, make the deposit, to make the deposit. And I give myself permission, give myself permission to, make the to make the withdrawal. All right, listen now. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Hallelujah. You're going to start showing. Hear me. You're going to start showing and you're going to start glowing. And there's some of you all that are already showing and it's obvious. If you six months, you got a bump, we're going to see it. If you marry and it's just now hitting you, you're not going to, you're not showing, but people are going to be like, hmm, something about you. That's different. Them old mothers from the South would just know. I mean, before, before you could even get the stick test back, they're like, baby, I knew something when you came over Sunday. You just had this, just had this glow. So you either going to show or you going to glow. Let it happen. Because the thing that he put in you is beautiful. And we need it. You cannot let that thing die on the inside of you. You have to let it come out. Because there's grace on the inside of you. There is salvation on the inside of you. There is breakthrough on the inside of you. There is wealth on the inside of you. There is blessing on the inside. There is peace on the inside of you. I don't know what it is that he's told you to give birth to. And listen, I'm saying this, I'm not hyping this, because I don't want this to hit your emotion. I want it to hit your heart. I've seen too many people hype a moment, and people, and they walk out and go, now what do I have again? I remember he said something good, but I can't remember. I'm telling you, as clearly as I can communicate it to you. Put your hands on your belly again. There is something on the inside of you. Take care of that thing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Your appetite is going to change. This thing that's on the inside of you can't, can't live off the stuff that you were feeding it in the last season. Your appetite's gonna change. Your hunger for the word is going to increase. Your appetite for worship is going to increase. Your, 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 your need to be in God's presence, to spend time with him, 
It's just going to increase. Your prayer time is going to have to increase. There's something on the inside of you. You have to nourish it. You have to feed it the right things. Because you're going to give birth to something so significant that nobody in your family is going to be able to give anybody the credit. They're going to have to give God all the glory for what they see come out of your life. So whether you are 88 or 8, you've got something on the inside of you. And God wants you to let it out. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? What's the Holy Spirit saying to you through this message? Thank you for listening to our podcast today. If you would like more information on our church, please go to www.embassycity.com. We would love to hear from you. Our prayer is that you have been inspired and transformed. Have a wonderful day and come back again.